Welcome to the Word of Gab podcast. I am Gab, your mid-twenties fun tita with a resting bitch face. This podcast is all about adulting lessons and stories in my journey to being a responsible adult while fostering healthy relationships, spreading positivity and confidence, and enjoying coffee. No pressure. You can do anything as you listen to this pod. You can work, do laundry, wash the dishes, or maybe just chill with me while you take a sip from your favorite drink. So, let the stories begin. Belated Happy World Mental Health Day! So, I wasn't really planning on releasing an episode this week, but I felt like this episode is perfect for perfect to be released today mainly because i've written this outline a long time ago and it's about being mindful of who you let into your space the main reason why i wanted to talk about this is because as kids we were often raised to be people pleasers and social butterflies which is very evident when it comes to family events We have those titos and titas, uncles and aunties, that are, you know, very... How do you say this? Sobrang maboka, meaning they talk to everyone, they ask everyone how they are, even if they're not really that close, they'll still talk to that person. But sometimes, it's just so draining to do that. Like, having to explain what's going on with your life multiple times... In just one event. So, yeah, growing up, that was really my struggle. And also, when I was in college, I was basically in survival mode because I was bullied in high school. And the reason why I went to UPLB was because it was so far away from people. And I was the only one who passed the UPCAT in our batch. So, I know that I wouldn't bump into any old classmate of mine in high school because I really didn't want to see them. That's why when I was in college, I had to let everyone be a friend. Well, quote-unquote friend. And it went south, by the way. I was too trusting. I was, you know, taken for granted. And it it wasn't a fun experience for me. It was very draining that even after college, I felt so tired and spent. And I didn't want to socialize as much as I did before in college, because there were days wherein my roommates and I would just walk around the campus and then I'll just say hi to everyone and I'm available to everyone. Like, if they need something from me, I'll be there. You know, if they need, like, notes or they need someone to have dinner with or lunch with, I'll be there. Because I had friends from different colleges, which means different schedules, different classes. So, yeah. Now... I'm learning how I can be more mindful of who I let in my space. So, how did this start? Well, I think it started early this year when I noticed that people keep coming to me just to take so much of my energy and then leave. But when it's my turn, quote-unquote my turn, they don't even give me space to do it. It's like, it's always have to be them ranting. It's always have to be them telling stories. And they wouldn't even bother asking you how you are. Or if it's okay to just pour their heart out like that. So, you know, there are people who just want me to listen to their problems but not share mine. 
which I understand because sometimes we do not have the right headspace. But also, you have to understand that there are times that I am not in the right headspace to just keep listening to your problems unless we are super close that that's our dynamic, which only happens to a very select few friends that are very dear to me that we've gone through a lot already. Those people are the ones that I really care for and I would not bat an eye if they message me or I would not waste a second replying to them because I know when it's problem it's a real problem for them. I just don't like those people who just, you know, maybe months or years of not talking and then suddenly they're gonna message you wanting to vent out. It's, it feels so weird. It's like you only thought of me when you were in need, but where were you on the days when, you know, times aren't that tough? It's like you just needed me. You didn't want me to be your friend. You just needed me at that time. Anyway, so that's how I started working on protecting my space more and reserving my energy to the people who actually deserve it. And if you are kind of like me who is struggling with that because I am an extrovert and I do love mingling with people, but eventually I really only have a few set of people that I would hang out regularly. I would meet with some circles every now and then, but I wouldn't come to them just to have a good time or just to hang out and chill. I only have like a select maybe two circles or yeah, two to three circles or maybe even just friends that I can count in my hands when less than 10 that I would message and ask them to just, hey, do you want to chill? Do you want to go drink with me or do you want to get coffee? Do you want a work date? Yeah, there's only a select few that I will do that too. So here are my tips on how I went from you know, giving myself or opening myself to everyone, always available 24-7, especially because I'm awake at this hour and it's already 2.30 a.m. And uh, most of the time, a lot of people are, you know, thinking a lot, like overthinking around this time of the day. So here are my tips. I said too many things <laughs> for the intro. So number one is to know your non-negotiables in every relationship you have or you're going to build. Meaning you have this certain, um, how do you call this, criteria wherein, for example, in my case, if that person only calls me whenever he or she needs anything from me and then was never there to celebrate or even, you know, be with me when I'm sad, that's a red flag for me, and I will not tolerate that. That's my non-negotiable. If you're just here for my help all the fucking time, I'm not your friend. So that's one of my non-negotiables. I have a lot. And you can actually just prepare a paper and pen and then think of what your non-negotiables are. Those are the things that you know you wouldn't let other people treat your friends like. For example, wait, let me just explain that better. So you're going to look at yourself as if you are your best friend. So if I have another Gab in front of me and then I see one of her friends treat her a certain way and I don't like it, that's one of my bases for my non-negotiables. 
You feel me? So when you are writing your non-negotiables down, make sure that you have that in mind. Do not look at yourself as yourself because you're gonna be very laxed, very open to everything, very forgiving. It's not a bad thing, but also being too forgiving can be very damaging for you. So having your non-negotiables is definitely a must in any relationship. May it be your relationship with a blood relative, friends, romantic partner, or even work. I'm a very huge fan and I really preach the knowing your boundaries when you have to work and you have to live your life. Because we are not defined by the work we do or the money we earn. It's not those moments that you'd remember on your deathbed. So, knowing your boundaries will definitely protect you in the long run. Tip number two. Don't be afraid to lose people or downgrade them. What do I mean by downgrade them? You know, your relationships will go through different stages and there are times when you need to accept that. For example, I had a long-term friendship. Well, I had a best friend for many years. I think it's for more than five years. But eventually, I had to accept the fact that it's not working. We're not best friends anymore. We were at some point, but right now, we aren't. Because with her, it was really different from the low-maintenance relationships I talked about with Raya in an episode. So, go listen to that. (laughs) It's really different because it's like, she will just talk to me after a few years if something big happens. And then she'll just vanish out of thin air without saying anything, without any trace, nothing. So that that became one of my non-negotiables too. So yeah, that's why I was I was used to losing people or you know downgrading them to being a friend to an acquaintance or maybe a close friend to just a friend or a best friend to just a friend now, and that's okay. It's normal as you go through life. Relationships will change because you are forming your own beliefs, your own values. And there will be times that you and your best friend will not be on the same page. And there are times where it's just completely off. And you just have to go your separate ways. And that's okay. Tip number three is to remember that cutting off people can be healthier for you. So I have this pruning analogy since I'm an agri student. <laughs> Just kidding. Everyone knows this. But think of how plants naturally shed parts of themselves to grow better. Regardless of how old it is. So most of the time, old leaves are the ones that shed. But not every plant does that. Also, there are times wherein, you know, um, certain parts of the plant are infested or it could be correlated to toxic relationships right and there are times where the plant could not remove that naturally so sometimes we need to do manual pruning manual removal of the toxic parts so in the long run you will have enough damage control for you to be healthier and then last tip would be try not to cling on to something or somebody with the reasoning that you went through a lot already 
Remember my story about that certain best friend that I had for how many years? We already spent a lot of milestones together. We we had a lot of memories together, great memories, and also, you know, the good times and the bad times. And it was, it's been years, but it was really not working. And if, if I keep holding on to that friendship just because of those memories, it would take a lot for me. Because I'll, I'm the only one reaching out to her. And it's very tiring. It's very, very tiring. So, I just want to let you know that it's okay to say goodbye to people who just want to keep taking your space and not make any space for you. You'll get drained. My boss keeps telling this story or the spoon theory wherein in the beginning of the day you have let's say 10 spoons and then all throughout the day you've been giving away spoons right because people are asking spoons from you and then at the end of the day you don't have any spoons left it is actually an analogy to how you spend your energy and how you can avoid being drained by the end of the day or even in this situation in your relationship. You don't have to keep giving. In any relationship, it's always a give and take. It's not always 50-50, that's for sure, but it's always a give and take. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you learned a thing or two. That's my quick take on how you can be mindful of who you let into your space. So let me know if you've done some of these tips or if you're going to do some of these tips. If you have any questions, feel free to message me and please rate my podcast and Spotify. Just give me five stars, Shevre. That's it. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for spending your precious time with me and I want to hear your thoughts. So feel free to message me on Instagram at mkng underscore crafts or on Facebook at Word of Gab Podcast. You can follow, like, and share. As always, I want to remind you that when someone tries to dim your life, blind them. See you next time. Bye!